Hello and welcome to a new episode of The Gab. Today I have my friend Lisa Lipscomb visiting. She has created a company, a business, a movement really, that finds new experiences for people to enrich their lives. She's an educator, author, and CEO and founder of Something New. How are you doing today, Lisa? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, there's so much to talk about, but first, let's just start normal. I don't know if you have normal, <laughs> but uh, take <laughs> us take us through a regular day in your life. So I usually wake up before my alarm. Um, I do set the alarm just in case, but I my body clock wakes itself up. It doesn't matter what season it is. Um, most recently I have a puppy, so letting him out is usually how the first thing I do. But once that's taken care of, I start my day with a prayer. So oh. I will pray and ask for guidance of how to, how to begin and, and, and carry out my day. Um, and then as I get started and I pick up my planner, I set an intention, um, both a personal and a business intention for the day. And then I like to set three goals or three things that I will definitely take care of before the end of the day. Sometimes it's more. And I also think of um, the 4% rule. So if you decide to do something for 4% of your day each day, that means one hour. So out of 24 hours, 4% of my day If I spend one hour doing something I enjoy, something I love, something I look forward to, it gives me something to look forward to, and it sets the tone. Wow, okay. that's great. Yeah, indeed. What time is the wake up? 4 a.m., 5 a.m.? Usually just before 6 a.m. Okay, I was, I was getting scared with all, I mean, like, I don't even know that I can function. <laughs> And do all the intentions at, at that time. But that's amazing. I love the 4%. Um, okay, so what is something new, the company, and why did you start it? Like, just tell us what, what is it? Where did it come from? Okay, something new actually started from a conversation I had with my father when I was in high school. <laughs> So I was not excited about high school. I thought it was boring. I had some teachers who I felt were there to get a paycheck. Mm. They didn't, they weren't very involved. Now that wasn't all of them. It was some, but they made the, the days seem extra long. So I came home from school one day and told my dad, I couldn't wait to finish high school. I just wanted a regular job. I was not going to go to college is what I told him. Wow. Because then I would be paying someone to bore me. What grade were you in high school? I want to say 10th grade. Wow. Amazing. Uh, it was 10th grade because it was my first year back in a public school. Mm. But he pivoted. He looked at me and said, that as long as I'm alive, there is something new to learn, no matter what. And he never took excuses about 
a teacher or a, a class or a book. He, that was never an excuse for him. He always had a, a strategy or a tactic to, to overcome whatever the obstacle was. Mm-hmm. But when he said that for the rest of my life, I'll always be learning something new, what I decided was that, you know, some classes you have to take. You don't always have an, a choice. But I decided that if I learn more about the things that were important to me, and the things that brought me joy, then it could become fun. And so that's exactly what happened. Wow. I mean, what a jump to go from, I am pay- I don't want to pay people to bore me, to become an educator, Lisa. Uh, exactly. With three degrees. I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of studying for someone that doesn't like school. It, it is. So how does that I, thought become a company now? So there's a quote that you are the average of your five closest friends. And as time moved on, in the beginning, most of my friends were teachers or educators or counselors. But as time moved on, a lot of my friends um, became, were entrepreneurs. And when you're surrounded by people who are in business and you hear the good things and the wonderful things and how they enjoy working with people instead of for them, it began to shift my thinking. And so I, I, I started taking um, classes and courses for people who were interested in being entrepreneurs, and that's how it started. Um, I didn't know that I wanted to do a business about something new in the beginning, but the more I looked at the work that was involved with starting a business, I was reminded that I better make it something I enjoy and love doing because I was going to be spending a lot of time (laughs) doing it. Uh, One of the things that I noticed was happening is that as I was going out on my own personal adventures of doing something new and living and loving life, other people would ask if I could invite them the next time I went or if I could share more information so they would know something was coming up. that was part of the motivation and incentive of turning it into um, uh, offering a service of having an event, bucket list adventures, or even things that weren't bucket list, but revealing hidden spots within the city or in the metro, in the metro Detroit area, things that people weren't aware of. But because I'm always doing research and looking for something that's either new to me or new to all of us, I would come across these places. So I did those events. I also did workshops about the importance of doing something new, uh, what lifelong learning and adventure, self-care and stress relief do for individuals, how it's crucial and critical to not become stagnant or stuck in a routine. Um, It takes away your your aliveness. Now, I have a question. People... Okay. think that or many people work really hard to get into our routine where they work out properly, they eat the right things, they drink the right amount of water, they go to bed at the right time. I'm not a routine person, but what do you say to those people that finally arrive to their routine? How do you incorporate that with something new? 
what you're saying is so true, and it's a little bit of the pushback that I've gotten from people who know what works for them and feel that there's no need to reinvent a broken will. Um, and, I, and I do understand that. One of the things that I've learned in my research is that a lot of us are creatures of habit. However, your brain needs stimulation. Your brain needs new information to process. And if you don't give your brain the opportunity to do something new, see something new, experience something new, um, you are more at risk for developing Alzheimer's disease. Wow. You are more at risk of having someone else have more income from you. Because if you always do what you've always done and someone says, why don't you get this training with your job and you go, but I already know what I'm doing and it works. Someone will come in after you, get the training, and potentially make more money than you. You could even train them and they get a promotion before you do. So one of the things that I also talk about is when you look at a 24-hour class, we all have the same amount of time. But when you have established your routine but continue to add something new or something different to it, it's spiral. So instead of a circle that closes in on itself, it's a spiral and you're growing. Uh, do you consider yourself a teacher still? I am. So I have, I've been an educator for 27 years. And I believe that no matter what I'll do, there, there will still be that educator in me. Whether I'm working with students or adults, I, I, appreciate and value the importance of lifelong learning. So whether I'm in a classroom or a workshop or at a speaking event, I know that people benefit from learning this information and it inspires me to keep going. Yes, indeed. It's, it is definitely related. They are, they go together hand in hand. For years, there's been a do something new goal within classrooms and, and students that I work with. If there was always a, if we went on a field trip and, and a student was afraid to get on the boat or try something different on the menu, it's like, you know, here's an experience that you may not have again or maybe not for a long time. It's, it's here and you're here. Why don't we give it a try? And then you decide if you like it enough to do it again or if it's something that you know you've had enough of right here right now right it doesn't have to be a bucket list thing that you right. have to go and climb everest or i mean like something new could be i don't know um you know maybe there are people that have never biked or there are people that have never you know snorkeled or i mean like simple things for some people are are new as things for other people as, it could be as simple as trying a new seasoning on your food yes yes indeed so what is it that you want people to know for a fact like if you had the one thing that you want to transmit to people what would it be there are so many benefits to lifelong learning and giving yourself permission to take a risk and try something new a lot of times you think about doing something. Sometimes we're inspired by friends to, to do something new. When you give yourself the opportunity to do that time and time again, you're actually building a life.
that you will fall in love with. We have to have something to look forward to. Yes. Especially in the midst of a pandemic. So, you know, going through this last couple of years stopped me in my tracks for for a minute because we weren't sure what could happen and we didn't want to put our lives in jeopardy. So sometimes you do pause, but once you realize, as a friend said to me, you know, life goes on. You you learn to live a new normal with whatever is happening around you. Right. When you do what you love and you look, have something to look forward to that brings you joy, not only does it benefit you and make you feel better, but others notice and it inspires them to do the same. Also, um, you don't know what you love if you don't try a lot of different things. Like That's the one thing that true. you love could still be waiting for you. Mm-hmm. So what, so what makes you happy? Tell us. Reveal at the Gab podcast what makes <laughs> Lisa happy. Honestly, what makes me happy could be, is a, some, something as simple as being in nature. I love walking outside all times of the year. Um, just being surrounded by the natural world. It inspires me. It, it helps me clear my head. It helps me think of new things. New ideas come to me often and frequently when all I do is, is get up and walk outside and go for a walk. Um, so what is your outlook for the future? And this could be for your family, for you, for your business, for the, the, the area where you live or for the world. My future outlook is that I, I believe things are going to get better um, for all of us. I believe that um, what we're going through now gives us the opportunity, again, to pause and look at, at our surroundings and make a decision about how we want to move forward. How do we want the rest of this day, the rest of this week, the rest of this year, the rest of our time here to go? And we are here to enjoy, to enjoy ourselves, to enjoy our loved ones and the people around us. I believe that we attract people that are similar to how we are. So when you are living and, and, and doing things that inspire you and bring you the most and the best joy, you, again, it, it's like starting a movement. Those are the people who are attracted to you. And those are the type of people that you want to be around you. People who are ready to live their best life uh, and do something new. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it to just, it just yeah. says it all. Um, I have one last question for you. For that person that's at home, stuck, but doesn't really know it, and it's just like, how, what, what is, what, how can you help or wh what would you say to that person to give them hope and to motivate them to start doing something different and get them to a better life? I think sometimes having an accountability partner. So if there's one person that they know that they can touch base with once a week or every other week to to, to hold them accountable for getting up off the couch, 
yeah. for going out and doing something different, even if it's going to the library to, to borrow a book yeah. about something that they're interested in learning. That could be a key. Um, in my workshops, I often ask people who their accountability partner will be. Who do you know that will talk to you and make sure you? they'll call you or touch base with you and make sure you've done what you said you're going to do? Yes. Lisa, this has been such a pleasure. Uh, your book is called Something New. It's coming up in November. And um, you're on Facebook, Something New. And yes. um, we will follow and keep keep posted for the next jump out of the plane. And um, <laughs> yeah. I am so happy and so thankful that... Uh, that you were here with us and uh, can't wait to see what else you do. Thank you so much. I enjoyed talking with you. This has been wonderful. The pleasure was all mine. Thank you very much and see you in the next episode. Goodbye.